Narcotics and Goblins, oh my. If you recall, I reference a wildly inappropriate real-life tale regarding narcotics and a mysterious goblin in my View from the Top story earlier in the book. Here it is as told by my friend at YG Watches, real name Yusuf. On a cool evening in the UK, a good friend of mine was going out for a night on the town with her boyfriend and a handful of friends. These were all Eastern Europeans, so it was a pretty wild crew that loved to party. The night was going great, and everyone was having a wonderful time. One friend in particular, his name was Martin, was probably having a little too much fun. He had gotten completely wrecked very early into the evening. The combination of drugs and alcohol would lead him to quietly going MIA. The rest of the group went on to have a great night. After a long night of partying, my friend and her boyfriend decided to call it a night. So they headed back to their townhouse in London. As they entered their home, they took note of how dark it was. All the lights were off, with the exception of a dim light coming from the living room, which they didn't remember leaving on. They immediately noticed a person seated in the shadows. Both were startled, but they made their way closer to the silhouette, which they soon realized was Martin. He was seated on the couch, knees close to his chest, with his arms wrapped around them and hands clenched together. His face looked tense, yet he calmly smoked a cigarette. My friend flicked on the light to reveal that Martin's arms were badly wounded, with deep gashes that were straight out of a horror film like Saw. You know, the movie with the creepy clown? So my friend began to ask some obvious questions. Martin, what the fuck happened to you? Are you okay? Martin took a deep drag from a cigarette, as if to mentally prepare to share something disturbing. After a big exhale, he rubbed his eyes, clutched his forehead with both hands, and began to speak. Guys, you will never believe what happened to me. I was walking through a deep patch of woods on my way home and came into contact with a goblin. My friend let out a nervous laugh, told him to shut up and asked again what the hell happened to him. Visibly agitated, Martin stood up and slowly pointed at the basement door. I knew no one would believe me, as it was so crazy, so I picked up the goblin and brought it back here to prove that they exist. I stuffed him into the basement even though he put up a big fight. Go look for yourself if you don't believe me. At this point, my friend didn't find it funny anymore and told Martin to stop messing around. Martin kept pointing at the basement, so my friend walked closer to the entrance so that she could put her ear to the door and listen closely. Sure enough, she heard a loud thrashing, banging and screaming from some sort of creature. My friend was now officially freaked out. Fearfully, she decided to look inside. She closed her eyes, swung open the door, and out popped a little person, individual with dwarfism. My friend quickly connected the dots as she came to grips with the horror of what had happened. Martin didn't capture a goblin. He thought he had captured a goblin, but in reality he actually kidnapped a poor random little person. He was high as a fucking kite and hallucinated the entire thing. The terrible wounds on Martin's arms were actually from the little person who was struggling to break free from his psycho kidnapper. Keep in mind that London has more closed-circuit TVs than it does people. The thought of a large Eastern European man, nearly two meters tall, or six and a half feet, not only snatching up a little person in public streets of London, but then proceeding to carry said little person to a townhouse in the middle of the night is beyond horrifying. One could only imagine the fear he experienced especially when he was locked in a basement. 
My friend tried to smooth over the situation as best she could. She sat him down at the end of the couch while Martin sat quietly on the other. She spoke apologetically on Martin's behalf and asked the little person to not press charges as it was one big misunderstanding. He sat tensely, clutching the couch end with his fingertips and not able to mutter a single word. He was still in total shock. My friend then looked at Martin and tried to give him an opportunity to salvage what he could of the situation. Martin, is there anything you'd like to say to this poor man? Martin took another deep drag from his cigarette and exhaled slowly. He looked at my friend dead in his eyes, then over to the little person and again back to my friend. Matter-of-factly and proudly, he said the following words, I told you I caught a goblin. Now, if you're feeling conflicted with yourself for having smiled, laughed, or even chuckled on the inside after reading that story, it's okay. It just means you're a terrible person. Just own it and move on. Here's a fun little experiment for you. This weekend, go out with a group of friends and proceed to drink heavily. Just prior to getting completely sloshed, and after everyone's inhibitions have been lifted, read the story aloud to your friends. Whoever laughs the hardest should be declared the most terrible person in your wolf pack. If you all laugh the same amount, well, that just means you're all shitty people and have equally debaucherous sense of humor. Either way, it should be for an illuminating experience.